for joining us on this episode of the Yellow Seat Interview Series. My name is Tony Olajide, and today my guest is one of the biggest superstars in the entire real estate industry in Canada. Please join me in welcoming the incomparable Faisal Susiwala to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Faisal, thank you so much for making the time to be on this show. So Faisal, I'm going to get straight to it. Right. So going way back when I came into this industry, uh, I remember uh, as a young realtor, you were the biggest news man, the most successful and biggest single real estate agent in all of the world you returned. And you still are today in the same position. Now, on top of all that, you've got all these other things that you do on the side. I mean, you've got not just being a busy realtor, you've got your regular and informative uh, podcast that you do. You're just in the state on a speaking engagement at the Realtors Convention, right? Yes, it was a CEO exchange. There you go. Yes. And it was a big, big event. Yes. Okay, and you were just on a few days ago at a Habitat for Humanity event as well. Yes, as a guest speaker. Yes, it was a UN initiative, yes. Wow, I mean, all of this keeps you so busy. It just amazes me how you get it all done. Yes. So I just have to ask you, so how does one get to be a consistent high demand as a realtor like you are? And how do you keep pace with such high demand in spite of all these other things that you have going on? Well, a large part of it is focus. You know, you, you have focus, hyper-focus on certain things in certain times. And when you have the right people surrounding you, that's the right formula for success. Wow, so would I say this with full regard that you're the master of focus? Because obviously it shows, man, after all these years of being top, at the top of the game, you have to have been a master, you know, in terms of focusing on things. Well, I, I like to stay organized. I, I have each day starts with uh, a plan and I follow through with that plan and I hold myself accountable to that plan. And those who work with me hold themselves accountable to that as well. And, uh, you know, when we, when we consistently do what we're supposed to do, that's the correct formula. And the resort shows. Thank you. So, you've got a book coming out towards the end of the year. Yes, it is. Right? Yes. It's titled The Real Deal. The Real Deal. And I have to be honest with you, I can hardly wait. Thank you. Okay, to get a copy of that book. So in advance of that upcoming book of yours, if, can, if I can ask you this, yes. if you were to summarize your entire experience in the real estate industry, in the past so many years you've been doing it, under one business philosophy, what would it be? It would be, Take adversity and turn it into something positive. Mm. Um, I started out 31 years ago as an 18-year-old uh, teenager coming into this business, not even knowing anything about the business. And the first thing was being rejected. Told, no, you're too young. You cannot make it in this business. So, you know, in that moment, you have a choice. And we each day face the reality of, Rejection. Seller says, I don't want to sell my home. I went with somebody else. Um, and there's two ways to take that. You can take that to learn and improve yourself and do better next time or learn what it was or why you didn't get that and make a difference um, in your next objective. Um, or you could give up. Um, fortunately for me, I had the opportunity uh, to take that rejection and turn it into just tell me I can't. 
I'll show you how. And I'm sure even at this point, at your level of you know productivity, occasionally you're still having to deal with every day. Yeah, I, we deal reject with rejection every day. We deal with adversity every day. We deal with issues every day, and it's how you manage those, um, and it's how you deal with it, and how you come out of it. Um, and again, it's the focus. You don't lose the focus. You don't lose your objective. You don't take your eye off your goal and you have a vision and you continue towards that vision. It's taken me, you know, people say, oh, you're an overnight success. Yes, overnight in 31 years. 31 long <laughs> years. Yes. You know, they say no strong person ever had an easy past. Exactly. You've paid your dues, man. Yes. yes. Wonderful. So you go into this industry like most realtors do, but unlike most realtors, you worked super hard to make it to the pinnacle of it. And I'm talking the very pinnacle, the zenith of it. And let me put it in perspective to whoever may be listening to this. Faisal, you're currently the number one single agent across the entire country for Remax. And you've got like $2.6 billion or over that in sales volume under your belt. I mean, these are staggering numbers and statistics and achievements, man. Nothing like no other single agent has ever done in this area that I know of. So I just want to say this much, man. I have so much respect for you. you. And congratulations, by the way, on all of these great achievements you've, which you've worked hard to achieve. Thank you. So now, looking back over the years, what was that one game-changer period or moment that got the momentum rolling for you back in the day? Well, I, I realized something early on that I, I, wanted to, I wanted to be the one. I wanted to be the one that people thought of, the one that was synonymous with the industry. And I didn't want people referring business to me, I wanted advocates. And when you, when you build advocates, it's not, I think Tony's a good agent, you should work with Tony. It's like Tony is the only agent you should be working with. He's the only one that you should be calling. He's the only one that has the ability to look after your needs. And so for me, the game changer was, um, having a sphere of people that I could consistently count on to be my advocates and taking what look I didn't I didn't invent anything I didn't come up with anything that was not being done what I did was I realized at an early age that consistency matters never take your foot off the gas pedal never stop looking for new business. When you become complacent, when you feel, oh, you know, when, when you start reading your own news clippings and you think, ah, you know, I've done it, I'm there. That's game over. It's, it's done. It's game over. And that, again, you know, speaking of game changer, one of the biggest game changers was for me, 17 years ago, I hired uh, a, a young receptionist that was working at the front desk to say, hey, listen, I, you know, I need help. I can't promise you a lot, maybe two or three hours a day. She has worked 60 hours a week since. Wow. Right? Because the ideas just kept coming. The ideas kept coming and, and, and she kept executing. And you know, and then we added a second and then we added a third and then we added a social media team. And then, you know, this is it. So you just keep building your team of people who are great at execution. People say to me today, you know why? Why, you know, you don't need to. Why are you doing this? Why do you keep advertising and this and that? Well, because it works. 
marketing, branding, you know. So, you know, when you can take, um, and it doesn't matter which company you work with, when you have a brand, when you have a philosophy, when the company has great strategies, and you can implement that and share that, and um, make that part of your brand, um, that's when you succeed. When you're promoting, when you're with a company, don't forget to promote yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you are part of that brand, but you're also a brand within yourself. And I can attest to that, knowing what I know about you, I'll tell you right now, okay? I mean, I can confidently say that you were probably one of the biggest pioneers of branding around this area. Way back, 14, 15 years ago, when I got into the business, you were already doing those, you know, uh, mega billboard advertising and promotions. I saw Faisal everywhere, even before I became a realtor. I knew who Faisal was. And today, you haven't stopped being yourself, being that driven person that consistently going, like you said, going after being the one. So you take Coca-Cola, for example. Coca-Cola is a multi-billion dollar industry company, yes. um, yet they still advertise. They don't say, hey, you know, we're the, we have 78% of the market share on beverages in the world. Why do we need to advertise? Why do we need to pay you know, X millions of dollars per Super Bowl commercial, we could just relax and say, you know what, we're there, we've got it. They didn't stop. Because there's always somebody nipping at your heels. Exactly. The next contender. So they didn't stop branding. They didn't stop associating themselves with the next biggest thing, evolution. You know, when you become complacent, when you say, okay, you know what, I've got my little uh, Rolodex. <laughs> I come from a time when uh, fax machines were technology. Mm -hmm. right? Fax machines were technology. Today, what we can do in a minute used to take a day to do. Wow! Right? You know, DocuSign and all of these things. Know, what a have. difference! Exactly. So, you know, it's 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 part of what you need to do. Someone needs to see your name eleven times before they'll remember it. Wow! Right? I I feel fortunate that I have a a foreign name because maybe that gives me a little bit of an edge where it's different, right? It's, it's not Bill Smith, uh, and, and no offense to any of the Bill Smiths out there, but, but it's, it's, it's something unique. And sometimes you can take that uniqueness and say, oh, I better change my name to Frank. But can I say this again, Faisal? I understand where you're coming from, but it's not just in the name. It's the person and the drive behind the name. Absolutely. You could be sitting here and name John Smith. Yes. Or you could be a mediocre kind of realtor if you didn't push yourself. Absolutely. Or you could be John Smith and still be the mega realtor that you are today, 100%. right? 100%. The effort that you put behind it. So, Faisal, I just wanted to ask you this. Given what you know today, would you have done anything different when you started way back? Given what you know. Uh, a few things. Um, I would have been hyper-focused early on. So when I started in the business, uh, you know, I was taking whatever I could get. Well, you were a prodigy, man. You were an 18-year-old <laughs> prodigy, you know? Exactly. But at the same time, you know, um, I was running after leases. I was running after commercial. I was running after industrial. I was running after listings, buyers. I, there was no real focus. So, you know, you got to pick a lane initially and stay in that lane and become the expert of that lane and then start branching out if that's what you choose to do. I, I've chosen residential real estate as my lane, and, I, and although I have other interests offline, I yes. still have residential in, uh, uh, real estate as my bread and butter, and that's my lane that I've chosen. Number two, I would have invested more. Mm. 
I would have invested more in my brand, in my name, in my marketing, in my farming area. Um, look, I've never, I've never door knocked in my life. I've never picked up a phone in my life. What I did early on was I started sending out flyers because there was no emails and there was no Instagram and Facebook. To um, so in those days, you know, you wanted to reach somebody, and if you had a fear of rejection like I did, um, you didn't want to knock on doors. Well, you still had to reach out to them. Passive market. Passive market. Right? Bill, that's where the billboards came. That's, that's right. where the benches came. That's where the buses came. That's where the flyers came. I wanted to become part of that culture without being that annoying guy on the other side of the door or the annoying person on the other end of the phone. And that, for me, that wasn't an option. I did not want to do those things. I don't like it when somebody knocks on my door. I don't like it when I get a cold call. Why do I think that I'm special and they're going to appreciate my call? <laughs> so the passive marketing was the ideal Right Path. now, but I I didn't invest as much as I should have in my earlier years. When I started investing more, my my business grew more. I started getting more calls. I started getting more leads. I started getting more business. That's where I realized ten years into the business that I need to amp up my marketing budget. And at that moment is when I started seeing, you know, it's, it's look, you've got to invest in your business. We don't have, we, we're in a very amazing business that so we don't have to go out and, and buy the vehicles to put on a car lot to sell them. Our inventory is free. Yes. So where are we investing? On ourselves, on our brand. And that's where the value is. When you can take 20, 25% of your gross income and start putting it in, here's what will happen. Every year, you'll have to put less in, and, and, and your income will increase, and your marketing expenses will decrease. Wow, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing this beautiful, awesome information you just gave. So now, fast forward now to the organization that Faisal has, okay, and the MBA one. What does it take to build an organization like the one you run? It's such an efficient way, the way you do it. You know, you need a team. And when, when I say team, I'm not talking about team of salespeople running around for you. You need a good team as support for you. I have three things that I do. Okay. I list, I show, and I negotiate offers. You still do showings? Absolutely. You're the man. Absolutely. <laughs> and I only show my own listings. Okay. Okay. I have a referral network. I refer business out to other agents that wish to um, show listings and so if I, I get a call from somebody they want to see 15 homes on the weekend of course I want their business but I'll refer them to someone who has the time and the ability to spend with them I'll still oversee it but that's my business model so now outside of listing showing and of course negotiating there's a lot more to the Faisal network of activities right so like then, essentially, I, you leverage yourself out in different ways? Well, look, I eat, sleep, breathe this business. This is what I, I know. I can think about it. This is what I do. <laughs> um, and, and I have other interests. However, I don't take my focus off of listing, showing, negotiating. That's it. Because wow. that is the catalyst, and that's what fuels my other businesses. Mm. So, so, you know, we, we, we have to look at this industry and say, okay, how do we monetize our license? How do we take our license and, and do something with it beyond, hey, I'm just going to show a house and earn a commission. What more can you do? What opportunities does that give you? How do you assemble people? 
Secondly, you need, when I say a team, competent people that can execute, right? The ideas have to be yours. And the vision, you, the vision has to be yours. You need competent people that can take your vision and kind of be in your head and execute. And I'm very fortunate that my staff, the people that have worked with me, and some of them have been with me for 17 years. Wow. They, I think it, they do it. Wow. Right, and that's important. And because you, they believe in it. And they when you align you. yourself with people like that, that exactly, that believe in you, believe in your in your, your model, vision, model. And, and, and your vision, then, then they're going to be, and they're there for the journey. They're there for that journey. That's amazing. So if you were to narrow down your encyclopedic worth of knowledge, and experiences in the real estate industry over what, 31 years, yes. um, down to just five valuable pieces of advice for any realtor out there, or any business person, for sure. What would those five golden nuggets be? I'll tell well, and, and, and I referred to it earlier. Um, I wake up every morning and I look in the mirror and I still see an, a poor 18 year old boy that still has drive, wants to succeed. So you know, that's number one. Don't give up your drive, don't give up your vision. Um, and, and take steps each day to get to that spot. Don't be in a rush, remain ethical, do all the things, start marketing now. Don't wait, keep in touch with your clients. Do your follow-ups with them. Make sure you are cultivating your sphere of influence. And brand, 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 and market, market. Invest in your business. This is, uh, and, and, and lastly, take the latest technology and implement it. Social media, it's a game changer. It is a game changer. It really is. Like what we can do today on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google, it's unbelievable the the uh, the reach that you have and the ability to hone in on a specific audience today it's unlike anything i've ever seen we used to throw it in a newspaper i need to have a thirty thousand distribution and you might get four calls today i can reach an audience of ten thousand people and have twenty five hundred views specific to their needs which is fantastic just like, just like that i'm telling you man faisal I'm so glad you're writing a book, okay? I hope some of these things you've discussed with us today is actually in there. Yes. And I tell you this much, if you weren't writing a book, the industry would have written a book on you, man. Oh, no, There's so great. much to find. So thank you so thank much you. for My coming pleasure. on this show. Pleasure. Such a good pleasure. Thank you so much. Ooh, what a show today and what a guest. So glad to have had Faisal here. Uh, please join us again next time. We look forward to seeing you then. Be good, be powerful.